Welcome to Rika Narrative Podcast, where we advocate a better future through technology. I'm Rizwan Razali, your host for this episode. Our guest for this episode is Irma Shazrina, Rika's very own PR and communication liaison. In this episode, we discuss the importance of creating positive and impactful marketing content that will not just benefit the companies, but the community as well. Thank you for tuning into this episode and we hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, so um, just uh, in a simple um, explanation about what I'm doing on a group level is I am making sure that all the branding, um, all the communication are aligned uh, with all the group of companies because uh, what we are doing here is not just uh, promoting our products, promoting text, but like personally what I think is um, I would like to tell to the people, tell to the community, not just our um, you know, target audience or our clients, uh, we want to educate them more about how they can normalizing using tech, um, how they can actually, how can um, our suites of products or even, you know, other tech innovations um, can actually help them with their um, day-to-day basis work. So that's essentially what Surf and Rika um, encompass? Uh, um, right, yeah. What my department is, your department is at, uh, on a group level. More, um, relatable and Correct. more easier for the everyday person to understand. Uh. Yes, okay, so, exactly. Um, when it comes to, you know, because you come from a marketing and you know, a communication background in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what led to you being in a tech company? You know, because usually if people say, Marketing or communication is always the first thing. It's like media and you know all this kind of like uh, you're you're part of a publication and all that. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe you know producing magazine and producing stuff like magazine. that. Well, magazines are no longer relevant. E magazine. E magazine. Yeah, sort of like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I understand uh, what you mean by that. Um, so basically how I started in tech is, um, to be honest, I'm also not sure why. Okay. But okay. one of the things that I would like to highlight in my career journey is I started working um, as a corporate communication officer in um, quite a big company in Malaysia. Um, okay. it's, it's quite like a GLC size. So I, um, this is maybe personally for me, but during that time, I feel that I cannot uh, do more. I actually cannot like explore um, a lot of things oh, okay. that I can do or maybe yeah. I wanted to learn how to do it. Um, because when you are at a certain um, company, at, you know, a certain size, then maybe you have a job that um, you just have to do um, every day. It's like a routine. It's a routine work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what makes me want to jump into startup Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've started with like tech startups. Um, then I feel that I can do more, and at the same time, I can also um, educate the society. You know, highlight the right stories or um, the right thing that people needs to know. So this is something that um, what I learned since I was in university. Uh, when uh, what we have been taught is when you do your work, but at the same time. Um, try to give um, a contribution to the I people see. you I know see, I see, I see. and people always say that um, oh yeah when um, I'm not saying like uh, any and anything about like people in tech or like engineering or whatever but um, people always think that PR marketing sales business development they don't really contribute anything so I what see, they contribute is just giving the revenue to the company that they work with but what I'm trying to change over here, um, at least um, 
my personal you know personally personal, i wanted yeah, to do it yeah. um is i wanted to like um mix the message of um whatever that i promoted for the company um at the same time with what i personally believe in so I for example it's, it's like um i personally believe in um using tech can actually helps you to become um, you know much faster person it can actually unleash uh more creativity in you you can actually increase your own productivity sometimes it's not just work but also like your daily life so right. that's what i believe in tech and yeah. um also what i am actually injecting um into, in my work into your work lah yeah. okay. i mean right now that seems to be quite a common right everybody's talking about how tech is uh, basically just um expanding our productivity just helping life us just living like better better lives like in that sense i feel like you know there's more companies that's more tech related today than you know ever existed in that sense you know which i just remember growing up dulu there wasn't this many businesses that are tech reliant kan but do you think there's still a gap in terms of people not understanding um the opportunity or the amazing tools that they have today lah. Um yes there's definitely a gap and this is what um even on the group level or at Reka we are trying to um, you know address this. So what I um actually notice as a user um not as the one that produced the you know code the product yeah, but at least as someone user, that okay. that uses the tech is i feel that um some of the the some of the platforms that maybe other people like my mom for example can use but um it seems to be a bit complex for her it's a bit complex for her yeah okay. it's a bit complex for um a lot of people actually so see, when we look at um using tech in general um for example like smart as simple as smartphones uh, you know you can see that some um smartphone companies are actually making it simpler mm. so yeah. that it's easier for people to use it and this is also something that we trying to um practice in our product development in product development lah yeah. yeah okay and that that makes a lot of sense right because you would think because we grew up probably with um you know I'm not the most uh, tech savvy person or anything like that but It was just so much a part of our day to day. It's quite difficult Correct, you know, yeah. not to get um, at least exposed to these different types, right? Mm-hmm. So you're right. It comes to say our parents, my generation, grandparents, my generation. That they know from they understand maybe the smartphones better, but not necessarily if you give them even a computer that they'll be very um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not very familiar with a lot Correct. of things, right? And and it's not just in Malaysia. Probably in countries like Japan as well. If I've heard that they have the same issue, the older generation and even some generation they don't know how to use um, anything outside of the smartphone. So, do you think the that some of the things that you're working to help people in that situation, basically, to be able to make that is it a maybe a digital gap? I suppose, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, when talking about digital gap, right? Uh, it actually happens to um, a lot of people, not just older generations, actually, because this is um, something that we we face um, with um, Selfera, one of the products that we develop. Okay. So what happened was um, some of the bricks and mortar businesses they are not really familiar with using digital. As simple as. Uh, you know, using accounting in like um, 
in their laptop or their computer. Okay. So when we do market research, when we go um, to their um, to, to their store, and also last year we visited um, some of the brick and mortar businesses in business Istanbul. Okay. So um, even though like you know they are on the other side of the world, but the process. Um, Kinda actually the same with um, some of the businesses that can measure, yeah, because they are still using papers. Um, you know, as simple as using Google Sheet, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, just yeah, upload yeah. everything on the cloud. Yes, yes, you don't yeah, have yeah. to afraid that if your laptop like uh, got burned or something, sure, you know. It's at, there, right? Yes, it's, exactly. Yeah. It's on the cloud, and as long as you remember your password, you remember your username, <laughs> then everything is okay. Yeah. yeah, so... Um, for some of them, it's still a very complex thing. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, this is also what uh, we noticed actually um, from Adreka. We noticed that um, a lot of people actually, they want to use it. They want to explore further, but the challenges is some of the, uh, you know, the yeah. tools are too okay. complex it's for them. Complex for them. And it's, even if you make it simple sometimes, it's not necessarily simple for them, right? Because Correct. they, they yeah. didn't grow up with, you know, being able to use all these things on a day-to-day basis, yeah? Yes. So, so I, I love that you're, you're, you're mentioning, so part of your marketing and communication right now, because everybody usually imagine if you're in comms, you're in marketing, all you're doing is you're trying to sell something like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm selling, I'm selling, you know, I'm Correct. going to push Correct. a product yeah. forward. But the way you're making it sound now, I feel like, your part of a bigger part of what you do is actually on education. Correct, yeah. Because um, I think that um, as a people from a communication background, mm-hmm. and I think that you're also from the media background, right, yeah. um, it is actually part of our responsibility and it's actually a very big responsibility because whatever that you display out there, sure. whatever that you upload on your social media or maybe like last time it was like TV, radios or anything, people will hear it and some people are actually get influenced from it. That's true, that's true. So yes, yeah. this is also something that, um, you know, as part of uh, like personal things that I would do, lah, which means I educate the society, let them know, um, you know, much worthy thing rather right, than right. something that is so, not so really. So you say that you're also trying to help um, under give, say, tech companies that awareness that they too have that responsibility to create, say, either messages or content or materials to impact society in a more positive way? Yes, correct. Um, actually, um, it's um, again, like everyone has um, need to take part of this, especially tech companies, because whatever that we promoted out there is technically quite... Um, new you know sometimes the technology is not really new it's already been there but for people to use it for example like uh, one of our products uh, with uh, our um, Japanese partner Murata so it's a traffic counting sensor so we know that sensing technology has already been there for quite some time right so um, how does we actually maneuver from the current technologies into something that the society would actually benefit from so um, this is also a part of uh, what we do and what I do in marketing. So even though we are, um, you know, pushing our products out there, our part part of our job is to bring revenue, to sell something or whatever. But at least um, as an individual, as someone from uh, a communication background that really would like to highlight um, the right information, right information for the people. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is one of the ways. That I see. Yeah. Do. So would you say that? Um, 
Okay, so we're not just talking about the effectiveness of marketing or storytelling right now. And we're talking more on the impact of of certain messages, lah. You know, like some right. big brands they they're trying to hit down the direction, right? You know, it's not just about you know some of course will try to copy what's trending, even if it's social justice, they may not even understand it very well, which is probably not the best way to go about as well, kan? You know, would you say that understanding and choosing the positive message of each brand is quite important as well. Um, yes, definitely. Um, some of the things that uh, we address, it might be coming from a negative situation. Uh, for example, digital gap. I don't see it as a you know positive thing. It's, it's a gap. It's a gap so um, what we do from there is, like you said, um, you know, we are telling people what are the impacts, um, what are the things that you will get out of from. Um, you are uh, utilizing this technology in a balanced way, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so, well, but where does that leave um, small businesses then? You know, I would you think that this kind of messaging or maybe even branding or storytelling is it accessible for small business to do? Because you know, much most small business they'll just be like. Okay, I'm just here for the sales, you know. I just mm. want to sell, and that's it. Uh, you know, marketing, crafting, all this is just too, it's too much for them to to absorb. Yeah, understand that. Yeah. Um, for small businesses, I think that um, storytelling, marketing, uh, communication, you can actually like do. It doesn't matter how big your company is. Okay. Um, it all depends on. Um, first is of course your creativity lah. You need a team that is creative enough to come up with um, a very compelling visuals, wordings and whatnot. Um, but the second one, the most important thing is, um, you know, as an entrepreneur yourself or maybe as a business owner yourself, you wanted to push out your products for your audience or your customers and um, highlight to them what would they get out of it. You know, it's not just like, um, hey, buy our product this and you get this, but it's more like on a long term, for for example, you're using, impact, yeah, right. how is it going to impact like your business? How does it going to impact like maybe your daily life? Maybe yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, you yeah, stay yeah. in the office for um, seven, eight hours, but now you can cut it to four hours and sure. then work virtually elsewhere. Sure, sure. So, um, yeah, I think that um, doesn't matter how big the businesses is. Um, it all depends on the individual. The individual. Yeah. Okay. How so does it practice it? Also, it? Oh, yeah, how do you practice? Yeah, you're absolutely right because sometimes you know you could have a, uh, you could be going against a big company, right? But then you know that they're lying about their product. But you know, uh, I mean, a fast food company will can never make that claim that uh, we are healthy. That you're, you're healthy <laughs> right? But they they they, they they do their workarounds like you know. Oh, exactly. You know, that, that, yeah. That I have my favorite fast food joint. I'm not gonna mention on this episode, for example. <laughs> but but you know, I know that it's not making me healthy. But the uh, the product and the marketing helps because oh, I know when I go there, I'm happy. Oh, you go there because of your friends, right? Mm-hmm. So you say you say that small businesses actually would have um, the better opportunity and more incentive to create positive messages for their brand. Um, is I can say that it's a lot more easier because when you are small, um, you know coming from yeah. like giant. Corporations, for example, it's harder for you to claim something, but um, as a small companies, as a, a medium-sized company, or even startup ourselves, um, is this is part of the things that we actually do because um, when we push our products out there, it's not that we're claiming anything, but we are actually telling people like, um, hey, we think that if you are using uh, this product, you might get a certain things, you might. Uh, 
you know maybe improve like your time management for example or maybe automate a certain thing so that you don't have to do so much of routine tasks so okay. those kind of things that um, usually what um, our team will include um, in our our um, you know marketing promotions or PR because um, yeah again we have the products everyone will think that their product is the best everyone will sure. think that you know um, our product is can help you to get like ten times revenue or something like that but um, on the other side they also have to think how feasible or how easy is the product for some people to implement with their business. Okay. Because when we think about like um, you know small business or medium sized business, some of them already been years. Yeah. Okay, doing the yeah. uh, handling the business itself, but um, I think that one of the thing they can start to practice right now is telling the impact of their product itself. The impact of the product itself. Mm. So you would say that's true storytelling, marketing, and all this. Yeah, or something like macam um, you know like when you use uh, this kind of product in the long term, what we actually will, get lah. Yeah. Well, okay, if a small business doesn't have much resources, and how would you think that you know you mentioned creativity earlier, and how mm-hmm. do, you, do you think that? Do you have examples? Maybe you can think of you know. That's a very great question, yeah. and then this is something that we can relate back with um, technology, okay. because last time um, I still remember you know like. Um, maybe like my sister's punya generation when they work um, in a company you're going to have like um, a team um, in your company that right, handling right. marketing for example right. sales and marketing they call it that time so nowadays with a lot of uh, you know online resources out there you can actually learn how to um, use a certain platform for example adobe from okay. youtube so right, yeah, right. so these certain things that um, sometimes there are also some um, design tools such as Canva or Figma that also you can learn from YouTube. Right. So right. it's something that um, to me it's utilizing the resources what around exists, you. Right? Okay, utilizing yeah. resources. Right and now. then after that. Um, yeah, to me, everyone can do a good branding or good marketing. Branding or marketing uh. I, I like that, right? Uh, but I have actually a personal story to share, if you don't mind, well, on, okay, on, the, okay, on, the, yeah. on the subject. Because you're talking about utilizing the resources. This was like um, like a million years ago when uh-huh. I was in the student. Um, uh, I was in the student union at that time, mm-hmm. and I was running for the student union president. Okay. Um, so we didn't have obviously a lot of money or a lot of tools to to create like a proper campaigning presidential mm. union, right? So what we did have was maybe we at most we had flyers, we had posters, we had you know that those were the typical things. But I think what really helped uh, was actually Facebook, <laughs> because those flyers we put links to um, my Facebook page why I'm running for president, and I put in like my vision if I were to become president. So at that time. Facebook was not what it is today. You know, right now nobody wants to be on Facebook, but at that time everybody was still on Facebook and yes, still yes. new. And I think it was like 2010-2011. It was right after the Obama campaign of 2008. Ah, Obama okay. campaign went viral because of the marketing tools. Uh, I, do media, yeah. I do remember the campaign. Yes, I do remember Obama's campaign in 2008. It felt like we're living in the future, and now talking about Obama campaign is like, oh, what year were you born in? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I right feel that too. Right? Is that? Is that the? Yeah, yeah. So, so I like what you say, like using resources and just kind of. Um, and and use what you have around and today you have way more lah compared to Correct. the early 2000s eh? yeah. yes so sorry 
Oh, no, just want to add about um, you know your personal story just yeah. now how you use Facebook for example that time it was just Facebook yeah. but now you have a lot more platforms that you can actually um, market it's more targeted as well right for you can, marketing yeah, yeah, yeah you can actually target it so um, but nowadays what um, actually for me what actually more important is uh, the message you know so because platform is um already out there there's a lot of platforms that a lot a lot of contents out there i can say sure, like beratus sure. berjuta uh, yeah, contents yeah, yeah. so how does people actually filter what's the best content for you mm-hmm. is the message that you send across to them and also how does it um, relates with uh, their life then only they okay. will actually put uh, some attention to it i see, I see so I see. this is how um, I think that people are using um, social media and also uh, some of the strategy that we actually So would do. you say what you're saying also is that people tend to get caught up sometimes with you know they think that oh I have social media I can do so many things I have so many people I can reach when actually what's more important is the product and what's more important is like you said the message and the impact that you have like goes back that you have an amazing tool but people should never forget the fundamental and the basics. Correct. Right? Yes, exactly. Uh, because one of the things is, um, like I said, there's a lot of platforms, there's a lot of contents, there's even a lot more tech products out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So what we are trying to do here is to help the people to filter what's best for them. Doesn't matter if it's um, you know tech products, ke, contents, ke, um, even if I'm not working with Reka, I would still be wanting people to see um, the right information, the right information, the right information yeah. or um, something that you know will influence them more positively. Ooh, okay, but it's hard though right now, right? Because everything's on it's the algorithm is changed. It's changed. Yeah. Right? It's no longer a free for all ish. It's like it depends on what you you search on your first day. <laughs> if you search something that's not positive you might just be stuck in that rabbit hole for life or so again. So, I don't know, like, how, how you go around dealing something like that, you know? Um, that is a very... Uh, <laughs> that, that is the challenge, challenge, actually, you know, because, um, yeah, there are certain brands that um, they think if they talk like this and then it, the society or the community will be okay with it. But uh, then again, that we marketeers or communicators have to remember that we're dealing with... Uh, different segments of people so yeah I think like as the marketeer first thing first um, things that you need to do is segmenting your target audience segmenting okay. yeah so you okay. segment them and then you can actually communicate them the same message but different way Ah, uh, so hey, okay, okay, okay. yeah. Let's so for example, yeah. like if in um, Facebook right you are dealing with some older generation so we change our tone and we try to make them understand our message, the same message that we send um, across everywhere, but uh, you know, different way of telling them. So you would have say same material, but for two separate audiences, uh, Yeah, a uh, few uh, segments, uh, segments la. We segments have like la. some yeah, students yeah, yeah. maybe, or maybe if it's like for clients uh, or people, uh, potential customers or something, they might want to know um, something about. Um, their business for example or maybe in a long term what would the business uh, get or maybe businesses like them 
If if maybe it's not just for them, but businesses like them, for example, kedai jahit ke, you know, something right, like right. that. Like, what will happen in the next 10 years? Yeah. yeah. Will the process change? Okay. So something like that that we okay, are so, educating. So could you share with us some of the future tools that you think um, a everyone will probably have in terms of like you say kedai jahit, right? Like uh, meeting places, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just kind of um, yeah, where you get your shirt or your suits done, and also maybe. You know, you don't have to answer the second one. But if you have any idea of tax that we are probably not aware of, but you think it will be a thing later on that everybody would definitely be using, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. The second question, I actually not very sure, but the first okay. one, I definitely will say, uh, you know, something like um, audience measurement sensor, because audience measurement sensor. Okay. Yeah. So basically, like. Um, I think that this kind of technology has already been there uh, for quite some time but uh, there are quite less people especially here in Malaysia that are practicing that so usually what they do is they put CCTV um, so they know how many people go in and out but then again um, one of the things that it's a um, of privacy yeah. exactly yeah, yes yeah. so um, it's a question of privacy to me and because the information that um, you know the businesses or the store maybe wants is how many people go in and out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know like how you look like. Are you a woman or a man? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that crucial, that essential information lah, that actually will be helpful. But when you use CCTV, sometimes uh, people might not get comfortable because of privacy yes, issues. Yes, yes, yeah. So that's why I think. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm just going to put like a recast product over here. No worries, no worries. So what we do with Plexis, uh, Plexis is our audience measurement sensor. So basically, it can um, you know detect how many people that goes in and out or um, where they are at certain proximity. Right. But one thing that we actually highlight is the privacy because they are using uh, laser base, so they don't really know like uh, you know how you look like or like are you a man or or a woman. Right. Right. Yeah, so this kind of... So maybe just targeting like traffic at like, one hour, mm. still crucial data from exactly. purchasing what time if people were to enter, X amount of people were to enter at say 5pm and they will leave and what are the sales like, for example, is that, is Correct. that yes. crucial data? Okay. And on the other side, for, for normal people like us, mm-hmm. if we have the accessibility to those kind of data, um, of course, the right information, um, we might can do... Um, a lot more things you know you can have a better um, time management on the road sure. or maybe you sure. can plan like what time to go out what time to to balik rumah ke apa ke so rather than you just uh, last time we know like our traffic here and there but yeah. now that if imagine that if we have those kind of um, data accessible to us i think that we could make um, a lot more things better. A lot more things better. Yeah. So that seems to be the, the key here at Reka and when it comes to tech, right? To improve and make things better. Yeah, we yeah. enable people to create. You enable people. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, you've shared a lot of uh, good stuff already at this point, you know, but uh, we're almost um, out of time right now. Eh? But just to wrap up with a few more things, I would like you to share, say, with the listeners what you think they can take home and especially what does it mean to create like an impactful or positive message you know and especially for both the individual and I think you know for say even businesses that are already established or even startups you know uh, what's your take on that 
okay, so basically my takes on that is yeah, doesn't matter we we do marketing or we do um, contents, but first thing first, always remember that how does other people perceive it. So that's first, and second is what can they actually um, get or they actually understand from one piece of content that you put out there. Some people are like, oh, this is just one social media posting. It's okay. People mm. might not going to to saw it or whatever. But sometimes that one particular post can go viral for like hundred k, two hundred k, or even sure. even like one million views. It can yeah. go like that. So do remember that whatever that you put out there on doesn't matter on digital or physical billboard or anything it does influence some people maybe right. it's not all right. but some people that could that few yeah the people, influence yeah. so what kind of influence that you actually want to bring out there yeah, so this is the the questions for us and also a question for me before i put out any content even for myself. Yes, what are the influence that we want, yes, to, we want nice. to to nice. to deliver across? Wow. Okay, that is a pretty strong uh, closing for an episode. I like that so much. You know, just thank uh, you. Always. There's that question of the influence that we we put out. So in terms of the messaging, also the product that we're gonna do before yeah. any of that. These are the fundamentals to cover before understanding the tools. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. All right. Cool. All right, uh, Emma. Thank you so much for thank that you. very insightful session. And um, okay, guys. So I think that's it for today's episode. So hopefully we'll catch you on the next episode of Rika Narratives. Till then, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning to Rika Narratives. For more updates, follow us on our social media at Rika Studios or visit our website at Rika.re. Till the next episode, guys.